0: Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Drinks and a Show. This is a podcast where I get to talk about musicals and I make my friends listen under the guise of having them as a guest. So I thought I'll start a podcast where I can talk about it and hear their reactions and have them also want to see the show. So just a little bit about me. I do love watching musicals. I am in no way an expert in theatre. I just enjoy the entertainment that it does bring. So how I get into musicals is I tend to read the synopsis of Wikipedia and um, if anyone from Wikipedia is listening, you can DM me with some sponsorship. Just kidding, unless you actually do want to. And so I read the synopsis and I get hooked on what this story is. So I see what happens, listen to the cast album, and then if it's really good, I give it a shot and try and find somewhere where I can see it. For me, this happened with Miss Saigon, Carousel, and actually today's episode, Spring Awakening. Literally reading it, I had, like, audible gasps and reactions like that. So I'm hoping that my friends can be aware that there are some good-ass stories out there that could make their lives better. Maybe not so much in the instance of Spring Awakening, as it can be pretty dark. So I make sure that my friends, who are the guests, don't actually know what happens in the show that I talk to them about. That way, all their reactions are genuine and real, and hopefully the same as mine. So all I do is give them at the start is a character list, so they can go along with who we're talking about and not get lost in any storyline... I'll give them a little quiz at the start, have them guess what they think it's about and then give them some Vegas descriptions and then have them guess based on those descriptions what they think it's about and then we go straight into it. Hopefully by the end of it they definitely want to see the show and if they're not already into musicals hopefully they'll want to start. So today's show is Spring Awakening and I will be speaking to Georgia So just a heads up uh, with a content warning, this show does cover serious topics such as suicide, sexual assault, incest, abortion and domestic abuse. So just a heads up, there are spoilers ahead. All right, so we've got Georgia here. Georgia, how's ISO going for you?
1: Ah, good. It's very isolating. (laughs) Yeah. Very, uh, same thing.
0: Have you been watching any musicals through ISO?
1: Uh, just Hamilton on Disney Plus. That's the first one that's come to mind. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I started watching, uh, shit, I don't know the name. <laughs> he has a broken arm on the cover.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Dear Evan Hansen, that's it, Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, there goes one of the descriptions. Uh, <laughs> I guess he will be out of two descriptions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose I wouldn't have got it because I couldn't remember the name of it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't say the name. I just go by the description. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, Dear Evan have is good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I re- I'm liking it.
0: All right. Um, and what are you drinking today?
1: Gin soda with lemon and mint bit of a cocktail yeah
0: i've got um a Savillon blanc oh yeah with some juice
1: that's classic with, yeah. some juice. <laughs> with some juice
0: you know it is a, a, a cocktail
1: it's also a cocktail though <laughs> you know, mix it with juice
0: so you're a fan of musicals
1: that's correct
0: yes um are there any that you've seen that really stick out that you really like um we can gauge like what kind of musicals you are into.
1: Okay. Well, I've obviously Hamilton. That's, that's one that I've really liked, but also Chicago. I was a big fan of, I am a big fan of, I don't know. I'm now trying to think of ones that I've actually gone to see. Wicked was good and Matilda. So I guess like the sort of really popular ones that, it, that come to, are we talking about live ones or also movies? Uh,
0: live ones. Like ones yeah. that you've like seen and stuff.
1: Yeah. So those are the ones that, oh, except for Hamilton, but um, those are the ones I've seen live. There's like a heap of obscure ones that I I don't dabble in that much. Like I don't go see, I only see the big blockbuster ones that come to Melbourne.
0: It's like when I see like a high school and they're doing like a musical and I'm like, oh, I actually really want to see that musical, but is it weird if I go to like some yeah. random high school's musical?
1: Oh, I mean, that's the point though. That's why they advertise it. But yeah, yeah I would know. judge you that
0: would be because yeah. <laughs> like um how you really enjoyed Chicago and I'm like yeah. I went to a high school production of it and yeah. I thought that was heaps better so I've got high expectations for high schools all right cool so what we're going to talk about today is Spring Awakening all mm-hmm. right um I have confirmed with you earlier you haven't heard of Spring Awakening and try to make sure that you continue not to hear about it <laughs> yeah it's true yep
1: that's, this is correct yeah <laughs>
0: Um, do you want to take any guesses of what it's about?
1: Um, is it about someone, someone that's like being enlightened about something? I feel like that's a very musical-esque They could be just like living their everyday life and then something happens and they're like, oh yeah, let's get happy and all work together. Spring Awakening? I don't know. Or it's a scary thing because that also sounds like a scary movie. Spring, oh yeah, I could see how
0: that's a scary movie. Um, well, I'll give you some descriptions. Okay. was well, so completely off the mark. But... <laughs> no, I'm just going to get rid of boy breaks his arm and lies about it. You oh, know? okay, yeah. <laughs> we won't need it. that one there. <laughs> um, so one of the other description is we have pregnant girl cheats on her husband with a gyno, but all she really does is wants to bake pies. What? Or do you think it's about horny German teenagers and things go wrong?
1: Oh. <laughs> a horny german teenager
0: yes (laughs) really yes (laughs) the other one's um waitress which is based on the movie of the same name
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: right so spring awakening is actually based on a german play Mm -hmm. which same name but probably in german (laughs) in 1891 so and that's also when it's set as well Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you want to open the doc I sent you, that's got the mm-hmm. name of like the characters. So they're German names, which is where I'm like, oh, I might give it away.
1: <laughs> oh, German. yeah. Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And also a little fun fact, the two main cast members were played by Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff, and it came out like 2006 on Broadway. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: So, do they keep a German accent, or are they just they? Nah, uh, they have American like, accents but with German. Yeah, then.
0: yeah. So they're classic, like classic. Yeah, they're like Frau Bergman. Well, American Frau Bergman, and like speak yeah. like that throughout it.
1: Oh, uh, see, that would annoy me. It's like stick to its roots, but yeah. but then also it could <laughs> yeah. be really rude doing a German accent all the way through. Yeah, because so
0: how distracting would that be?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, so that's just a quick overview. You've got, so the teenagers are pretty much like the main characters, then you've got the adults.
1: Is it suitable for a high school to do or is it too raunchy for a high school to
0: do it? I would say it's pretty raunchy for a high school to do, but a lot of musicals make their high school like safe versions of musicals. So there might be a high school safe one. And what year was it made? Uh, It was written in 1891.
1: 1891,
0: oh my gosh. Yeah, but they decided to make it into a musical like in the 2000s.
1: Oh, okay. So it wasn't originally a musical. Okay. No,
0: it was originally like a play Yeah. Uh, where the storyline is pretty much um, the same and okay. it's based in the 19th century as well. Okay. All right, cool. So we start off. So as you can see, the main character, Leah Michelle's character, Vendler. Yeah, as she's called, but spelt Wenla. So she sings a song called "Mama Who Bore Me," which for me was like always the song that like I associated with it, and it's kind of like a
1: meh okay. song, in my opinion. What kind of like genre is the music? Like, you know how sometimes musicals have like a bit of a theme?
0: Of yeah, the so it's like music? a it's like a rock. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of based like a rock musical, but not like Kiss. It's kind of like, <laughs> kind of like that. Would it be like
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah? So that early they, '90s kind of grungy rock.
0: They call it alternative rock. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just hearing this song, are mm. you like, oh, I really want to see this, or are you like, eh, Sleigh Michelle? Because <laughs> that's what I was like.
1: It's, I think it sounds yeah too slow for the moment. I'm like, I feel like just because your recommendation has been pretty good in the past. I will give it a red hot crack, but I think if I was to stumble across this in my own time, I probably would miss it.
0: Mama Who Bore Me is pretty much about her mum not, like, getting her ready for, like, knowing things in life because, remember, it's 19th century Germany, oh. uh, which we all know what 19th century <laughs> Germany was like. Yeah,
1: yeah, God, like, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so you have just Lee Michelle, like, that's your, like, opening into it. And then you have, after she's finished that song, her mum comes in. So Frau Bergman, mm-hmm. um, if you want to refer to Venla's she must have been
1: mother. She really young when she did this.
0: Yeah, I think I was looking it up. She's like 20. So the mum comes in and is saying like, hey, the stork visited your sister last night. And Venla's like, um, because she's like about like 14 is like the age she's meant to be. She's like, surely you don't think I believe in the stork. Like, you've got to tell me where babies come from. And the mum's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't need to know that. Yeah. And then and then she's like, all right, I'll go ask the chimney sweep then. And the mum's like, all right, no, I'll tell you. And then she just goes and tells her, um, you know, you just gotta love your husband with all your heart. And then obviously Venla's just like Ugh. like great cool thanks mom i've learned nothing from this conversation and then we have the mama who bore me reprise which is where all like the girl casts sing
1: seems really beyond its time
0: yeah right i know there's a Mm. lot of things I'm like this it addresses a lot as well Mm. but i'm like whoa
1: (laughs) this song i think i would enjoy more like i'd be like oh it sounds good because like (laughs) yeah. <laughs> the chorus is all singing. It's like, oh, um, this is yeah. <laughs> hey, And you
0: kind of like bounce along with it. Like, that's what I was doing <laughs> just then.
1: Even the album cover is looking like it's a scary movie. Like, does something bad happen?
0: Yep. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So after they sing that song, it then like transitions into a classroom with just the boys because the boys and the girls are all in like their own schools yeah so the boys are all learning latin you know classic germany mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then this is where we see like all like the male characters there so jonathan groff plays melchior gabor which is like um the main one or oh, is it melchior might be melchior but i've i just he... write Melchi throughout my thing
1: so. and he's the love interest for vendor or the yeah yeah
0: yeah he's pretty much he's like the it guy Okay. Did you see, so like Melchi knows like what's going on. He understands like sex and like has done all that reading. While all a bunch of the other guys are like, "What the hell is happening <laughs> to me?" And there's literally like in this scene, they're talking about like um having like wet dreams. Okay. <laughs> and Melchi is just like, "Yeah, that's normal, man." <laughs> One of them's like, "What?" <laughs> but before that, there's a song that's called like "All That's Known." And that's sung by Jonathan Groff, and it's just saying, like, like everyone's so shallow and narrow-minded because, you know, he's just woke pretty much. He's yeah, the right. 19th century woke guy. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: okay. Okay. He's so he's mature yeah. beyond his years.
0: He is. <laughs> that's Aladdin.
1: Oh. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. But I really also. I keep listening to it, but I feel like yeah. that's a really boring book.
0: <laughs> Yeah, right. So that's good. You're already on board with the music. See, yeah. that's what I was like. See, with the introduction being Mama Who Bore Me, I'm like, uh, I am getting bored. Duh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't hook you straight away.
0: Yeah. But mm. then, uh, yeah, this is where like the rock songs come in. So obviously, yeah. it does sound a bit better than like a slow song. And then after that song, so that's, you know, Melchie's kind of, like, introduction to, like, everyone. And then it goes to that um, conversation with Mort's stifle, or as I call it throughout, Mortsy.
1: Okay,
0: um, That's when they're talking about, like, the wet dreams. And then he goes, you know, that happens to everyone. And then we go into another song called Bitch of a Living.
1: Yeah, which has already hooked me. I already know I'm going to like that yeah. one. Very relatable.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you can listen to that one as okay. well because I've even been here, a song that gets stuck in your head.
1: Okay, awesome. Um, Just <laughs> quickly though, a quick question. Is it yeah. like uh, a musical where it's, the story is told through music or is there dialogue in between these? No, two? a
0: lot a lot of dialogue, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, I like this one too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very catchy. Yeah, I feel like right. That one being a good one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and also, while they're singing as well, they like bring out like microphones. Like, they're obviously like mic'd up for when they're doing like normal dialogue, but when they're singing, it's like they actually are like at a concert. They like have one like in their jacket that they like pull out like that they're singing.
1: Oh, yeah. So they're like cool band boys. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so obviously, bitch of a living, self explanatory. Mm-hmm. It sucks being a teenager and not really knowing what's going on yep um and then we have Melchi and Mortzi, where uh, Mortzi is still like freaking out about like sex and like why the heck he's having those dreams and then Melchi's like you know what fine I'll tell you <laughs> and then he's like what don't tell me man and he goes all right cool I'll write it down and do some illustrations oh my god so, yeah, so he's, like, written him, like, a little essay that has, like, little pictures so he can understand, you know, what's going on with his body.
1: Oh, that's a very sweet friend. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, and then we have a little transition. So with the adult characters, they're actually played by the same two people throughout. Okay, yeah. So we'll have the headmaster and then I think it's Frau Lernuppeldig. I don't know. I'm not German. I can't really think. <laughs> I, I did Sounds it for four you think I'd know it. But. Yeah. So this is a little transition scene where they say, hey, Melchi could be so good, you know, if he didn't, like, talk back. And then there's this little thing that they say. They say, luckily, only the next year level takes 60 students. And that's just to try and get that in your head. You're like, okay, 60 students.
1: Okay.
0: Because also Moritz is pretty bad at school. So, Morts, sorry.
1: But I don't understand how that really, why would it matter if those two students, one's good, one's bad? Why would it matter if they have 60 students?
0: Because there's currently more in that class, so they can only pass 60 students.
1: Oh, okay, I see. All
0: right, then we go to a scene with the girls, minus the character, which you can even see that I've put in a little pronunciations. Ilsa. So Ilsa's (laughs) not there because she's a runaway. So all the girls are just having girl talk, and that's when they're like, oh, my God, Melchior Gabor is, like, so hot. And then um, one of the girls even says, "Mortzi's hot, and everyone, like, makes fun of her, which is, like, so rude. Mm. But then we have a song called My Junk, which is also <laughs> a very catchy song as well, so just a heads up. Yeah.
1: And that talking about their the lady mum?
0: No, My Junk mm. is just a night nice, – it's, like, drugs. You're my junk.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh, very musical vibes, and I love it.
0: (laughs) So it starts off with those girls again. You got like just the start of the boys. Mm -hmm. So we have a George with no E on the end, um, who's actually played by in the original thing by Skylar Aston from Pitch Perfect, Anna Kendrick's love interest.
1: Oh, right. Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) So he's in it, and like his little um, his junk is his as you can see in his character description he's older busty piano teacher so, oh <laughs> they have on stage like him like learning the piano and then he's like teachers like leaning over him and oh my God, stuff that's funny and then we have then it cuts to another male character um Hanshin who is kind of jacking off Jesus. <laughs> yeah so he's got like um like, imagine, like, an olden day, like, ninety like, that they would wear to bed. Mm-hmm. and He's, like, on the, like, toilet, and you can just see his, like, hand going up and down. Like, oh, so his... no. <laughs> Yeah. And then so, like, he's singing, and then every now and then, like, his dad's like, hey, what are you doing? How much longer are you going to be in there? <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. That is very yeah and he... What is he rated?
0: Oh, yeah, that's why you're like oh the high school's doing. I'm like, uh. yeah, not one. Never really ever, ever. Yeah. Oh, because he's also jacking off over. He's reading something as well that's making him mm-hmm. do it's that as well. Teenage, no, I get it? Yeah, you get it. <laughs>
1: We've seen there.
0: Nineteenth century Germany. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and then we cut to so that's that song all done. You get the boys joining in with my mm-hmm. uh, junk. Then we have like Melchi, He's writing his journal. You know, he's deep like that. You know, he's got yeah. a journal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what like, else oh, this... do they <laughs> do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Morty is like, uh, "I read your essay, man, um, and now I can't stop thinking about it, and uh, my dreams are worse." <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then in walks Melchi's because they're at his house. There's got uh, Melchi's mum, which is Frau Gabor. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's a cool mum, you know. She's the one that, you know, you can talk to.
1: Her name's Fanny. So that's like Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Morty's like, um, is this actually how things are? And Morty's like, Yeah, man. And then they start singing the song Touch Me, which is sung by a bunch of people. And I bet you can guess what touch me is about, hey? Uh
1: yeah, I'm assuming touching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's slower, but I feel like it is obviously integral to the musical as a whole. But yeah, I wouldn't go back there straight away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so we get like that slowish song, and then we cut to a scene that has Venla and Melchior. This is where you you kind of get like the indication like they've been friends for like years and they've like, always known each other, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like, well, like I'm in puberty. Am I attracted to you? Oh, like, uh, like, is that what's going on here? And then we have the song The Word of Your Body starts playing.
1: Yeah, so they're singing that to each other?
0: Yeah. Pretty much the song is like I'm attracted to you, the word of your body, you know, but I shouldn't because also Venla has no idea what it means to be attracted to someone. Well, Melchi knows what's going on. He knows all about it. It's just that Venla's like, well, why am I feeling this way towards someone? (laughs)
1: yeah there's
0: no stalk like give us a baby it's pretty much
1: like a classic teen movie but just in musical form and yeah in germany
0: yeah a a lot happens i wouldn't say it's a classic movie it's
1: (laughs) are you spoiling it is this going to be spoilers then like should i be surprised when i watch to be like oh i didn't know see this coming
0: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I guess, like, for now, you're like, hell yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, like, at the moment,
1: I'm into it. I'm, I want to watch it. It sounds good.
0: <laughs> so we've got the next scene mm-hmm. where we've got Morty, and he's just going to all the boys. He goes, yo, man, I've just seen it. I've passed as what they call the middle okay. terms, not midterms. So he's excited because you know how only 60 people get in. He's like, hey, man, I've passed. It don't matter. Like, I don't have to do too much to try and pass further. And so wow. he's all happy. And then we cut to the headmaster and, like, the other teacher who were like, um, what? We thought he yeah. was going to fail, man. <laughs> like, ugh. And then, uh, stitch is like, there's still a final exam, you know? I can just, you know, grade him as harsh as I can.
1: Because they don't want him to pass.
0: Well, no. they can only, they didn't expect him to. So, like, ah, oh, there's only yeah, 60 right. people getting to oh, through. Okay. And they're like, uh. All right, then we cut to the gals and we have Martha. So we go to Martha's thing. She's one of Venla's friends Mm. who was abused by her father. This is where she opens up about getting abused and, like, her mom doesn't really do anything. And, like, she, like, shows, like, her arms and stuff like that. And her friends are like, "Um, what? Like, that's horrible. And then she's like, don't tell anyone or else I'll end up like Ilsa. So Ilsa, who's a runaway because she also oh, came okay. from, this, like, abused home.
1: She had to run away because people found out?
0: She had to run away because her parents were – she actually ran away because she was getting abused while well, Martha's like, no, like, I'll have to end up like that if, you know, okay. that happens to me. And then we have The Dark I Know Well, which is a song, as mm-hmm. you can see, that I like. Uh, but it's very, like, a. when I, like, listen to the words, I'm like, oh, holy shit and later on is actually joined by Ilsa as well, and that's when you find out she's like, yeah, sure, I'm getting hit, but she's also getting sexually abused by her dad as well. Right, so was a really heavy one. Yeah.
1: Oh, my god, this is dark.
0: Yeah, right?
1: Does she get revenge on her dad in the end? No. Oh, that's even worse.
0: She's not even She's not even a main character, Martha. Oh,
1: wow, so they're just like, oh, yeah, so that was happening too, by the way.
0: Fuck. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah, and the only reason like that's really brought up is for this next scene. You have obviously mm-hmm. Melchi. I just find it funny because in my little script, I just started calling him Melky because I wasn't sure if it was Melchi or Melchior. So I have kind of like, Melchi and Melky. <laughs> now, and I remember I was gonna like find and replace, but right now I can't remember yeah. <laughs> which one was getting replaced <laughs> with which. But, you know, the fans don't listen for my German (laughs) interpretation. (laughs) Uh, So we go to another scene of, you know, him reading his Mm -hmm. uh, writing in his journal and reading out loud as he's doing it. Also, like at the same time this scene's happening, it's cutting over to like Morty getting spoken to by teachers. So kind of like, hey, what are they possibly saying to him?
1: Okay, so you can't hear it. It's like just happening in the background kind of thing. Like a different spotlight, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like on one side of the stage you've got him like writing in his journal and then saying that out loud. Then it cuts to like just like uh, Mortsey and then like the teacher and the headmaster just talking to him but you can't really hear it.
1: Yeah, but do you have a sense that it's because they don't want to take accept him, they want him to do badly at school?
0: Yeah, because how it ends is with him like a Charlie Brown, like yeah. sad walk, okay. like walking away from them. But while Melky is Melky, <laughs> he's writing his journal, Venla's like, you know, try to do some small talk. And then he goes, do you know Martha gets, like, hit by her dad? Venlo, who's had a really sheltered kind of life, kind of is like, um, I don't know, maybe you could hit me oh, so I know fuck. what it's like. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, um, <laughs> you know. Like, I like you. Why, why would I do that? And then she's literally like, no, please do it, please. Oh and like, literally like begging him. Uh, Yeah. And so he starts doing like small hits and then she goes like, oh, I barely felt it. <laughs> like just keeps telling him to go like harder. And then he's like, fine. And then he goes a bit like over the top, gets a bit aggressive.
1: Oh my God, this sounds like you'd be the most uncomfortable audience member ever watching
0: this shit. Well, in it, you in the original Broadway one, you could have actually gotten seats on the no. stage for it. So you could literally be, okay. like, very close to it as well. So he goes a bit too far with that, and so he runs off because he's like, oh, fuck, like, what have I done? He left his journal there. So Venla takes out yeah. while she's also sobbing yeah. in pain, you know? <laughs> and then we cut to a scene where Morty is talking to his dad. air er- er- hair Stifle? <laughs> <laughs> this is where he's telling him um that he right. failed the final exam because that's what he was told by like the headmaster
1: yeah but we know that he didn't
0: no they did fail him because oh. so he passed the, the middle terms oh, but they the decided to fa- yeah they decided to fail him in the final exam because they could only take 60 yeah. students so you know in classic 19th century dad fashion um he was mad about it yeah, mm. and was like, "What's everyone going to think? How can your mum show her face at church?" Yeah, right. And well, Morty's like distraught because also obviously he thought he was going to pass. And then we have a song called "And Then There Were None," which is like also Mortz also wrote to Melchior's mum, so Frau Gabor. Mm-hmm. So every now and then throughout the song, it's like their letters to each other, where um you can see he's contemplating suicide. From this as well and he's also asking her for money to go to america <laughs>
1: but oh. oh my gosh this is heavy yeah. <laughs> i'm not even, i don't even know these characters and i'm feeling sad for them
0: one thing in your letter disturbed me your what shall we call it veiled threat that should escape not be possible
1: so wait well, who are these letters in between
0: um so between so Mortz right wrote to you know the cool mom, Mel oh, mom. Oh, okay, yeah,
1: right. yeah.
0: This is so he asked her for like money. Goes like, hey, I failed. Can you give me money to flee to America? Yeah, yeah, right. And does she? And she does she
1: have does money? She, okay.
0: She's like, no. I will try and speak to your parents and be like, hey, stop being rude to your kid. Like, yeah. And then she also does like a. There's heaps of people who have achieved stuff without like, completing school. Yeah, And also at your threat of, I can't remember how she worded it, but she goes, at your threat of ending your life, I really hope you don't do that.
1: Yeah. So she's on his side. That's nice.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, yeah. She's cool mum. You know, yeah. the one that you can reach out to when you want to go to America. <laughs> but <laughs> not that cool that she'll give you money.
1: But is America like also him wanting to just escape from everyone thinking that he sucks? Yeah. Yeah.
0: After that song you have Melchi, Melchi singing the Mirror Blue Night mm-hmm. which is he's like, oh, how annoying is it being between a man and a child kind of like Britney Spears, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman." This is Melchi's coming of age song.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's sort of he's going to pick his own way. Yeah. Bit of a, a bit of a Troy Bolton kind of scenario as well.
0: Yeah, he's throwing stones, you know, on a golf yeah. course.
1: <laughs> yeah, next one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he's singing this in a hayloft and it's also stormy outside. Well, setting the scene.
1: Alrighty. <laughs> setting the scene.
0: Yeah. And Venla comes in and was like, there's a storm coming, man. What are you doing? Also, did you notice? No one knows where Mortz is. What are you doing in here? And then also, I have your journal. Like, I don't know why I have this. Like, so yeah. like, it's so random. <laughs> and he's still like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, me. am I the only one that
1: remembers? <laughs> yeah. So a bit awkward, a little bit awkward between them.
0: Yeah. Well, for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, surely for her too, no?
0: Well, that's why she's like, what are you doing in here? It's storming. And he's uh-huh.
1: like, uh, <laughs> I- are you acting like nothing? Yeah, I see what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have taken um, the hay, don't they?
0: Kind of. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: so he's like, Hey, yeah, leave the journal, you can go. And then she goes, No, it was my fault. I'm so sorry. And he goes, Um, I the one I'm the one who got aggressive. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you should go. And then she's still like trying to like get close with him, which they do get close. And he kisses her and then she's like, "Uh, we're not supposed to do this. But then him in his classic freaking 19th century German teenager way goes, not meant to do what, huh? Love? Oh,
1: yeah, that's what she was referring to.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the song, I Believe, starts playing.
1: Because he thinks that sex is love or whatever and she's like, no, no, no sex.
0: Well, she doesn't know what sex is. So in this scene, I believe is playing and what's happening is so like they're kissing Mm -hmm. and he keeps going further. He knows exactly what he's doing. She doesn't.
1: Okay. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. And so this is where the nip slip happens. Um, So it's a bit
1: of a grey area rapey kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In the Mm -hmm. off-Broadway, it was – apparently more ambiguous we don't know if it was right because she doesn't know what she's doing
1: yeah but she's following his lead so she's not necessarily saying no but she's not knowing what she's consenting to either
0: well in the broadway they decide to her going she actually says yes but also she doesn't know what she's just said yes to either
1: yeah okay and he knows that she doesn't know so he's taking advantage of her
0: well, he, he knows what it is completely.
1: But like, he knows that she doesn't know.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming he yeah. would know that. Like, yeah, because, you know, he's woke. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's how the first act ends is pretty much her going, yes. And then it's, it's a very strange sex scene. So, like, it's literally like you can see him putting, like, his hands down Ooh. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then what sexy scene isn't uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. especially watch. when
1: it's on stage. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> especially
0: if you're those people who brought those tickets to be on stage. I know, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> what are your thoughts so far?
1: Um, I'm still very intrigued by it. <laughs> I think I still really want to watch it. I think even though I think it's a good thing that that it sort of goes over these dark sides of stuff. I don't know.
0: Are you finding it crazy? Because that's what I was, and you even said it before, how someone in 1891 wrote about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I wonder if it was originally written kind of like the Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet was a comedy to begin with, and just over time it's become like, oh, no, it's really (laughs) fucking sad.
0: I don't know. I've... I've seen the synopsis of the play on Wikipedia. Yeah. um, Which is pretty much exactly the same. It's just in like three acts and they're like.
1: But I wonder if the writer was like, oh, this is just a funny nod to teenage years. Like like, no uh hard. They're so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's because nobody really talked about how fucked up it was.
0: All right. So that's the intermission. Do you feel like if you left intermission with that, you'd be like, like I like I just remember being like oh I'm so on edge.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. Like you're just, you just
0: know, feel like you're just uncomfortable
1: I think, with it. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. You're uncomfortable and you want to go back and find out how it all plays out. Yeah, cool. Makes you want to come back for more <laughs> in a weird way. But only be, for closure. <laughs> only for closure to be like, okay, was that a good thing that just happened to her, or is she going to be fucked up by it?
0: Yeah, like are we happy for yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. Or... So then we've got Act Two which starts with a song called The Guilty Ones which is where you know they've just finished banging
1: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> okay.
0: are they still and this is where... are they
1: still on stage at this point like I'm yeah
0: seeing... so on the in the hay what did i say the hay the
1: yeah the stable kind of thing hayloft, hayloft that's yeah.
0: what they're called yeah hayloft everyone had farms i'm assuming <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they're just there they, this is where Lee michelle pulls out the microphone and starts singing um, the guilty ones, where she's saying like, now our bodies are the guilty ones.
1: So, does it have a, like kind of undercurrent, like uh, religious vibes to it? Like, is she feeling so guilty because of religion? Like, does it have any nods? Well, to that? actually,
0: in this song, in the guilty ones song, is actually um, like a priest doing a sermon throughout it.
1: Okay, so yes.
0: yeah, yeah. So, and then like as you heard in like I believe, yeah. it was kind of a bit religious, and also like the guilty ones. It goes like to her singing to like that guy talking.
1: Yeah, so she knows what she's done is bad. She just didn't understand.
0: She just why. has literally. Yeah, yeah, she has no idea. Like, oh, okay. Like I feel like, especially I think, whether you're taught it or not, like the fact that your pee comes out of there, you kind of like, Ugh. and you have to like hide when you pee. Like you can't <laughs> just pee in public. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like with sex education or not.
1: You know, like, yeah, you don't see people just walking down the street doing that, so.
0: Yeah, you don't see someone just going to go, like, pee in the street because mm-hmm. you're like, all right, well, something is shameful about this. Yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah.
0: If you literally have no idea what sex is, you're probably like, oh, that's where my pee comes from. Like, yeah. no one should see this. And in like, their and toilets life, syndrome.
1: you've Being taught to cover up, like, that's your private part, so you cover that up. Yeah, with exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm getting that's more of a her sort of reflecting Moment. Yeah,
0: and this is, like, your introduction back into, like, trying to get into the world of what's, like, happened after, like, the intermission. Yeah. We have Morty <laughs> sing that Don't Do Sadness and mm-hmm. then we've got Blue Wind as well. So in this one he's, like, got a gun with him. Oh, wow. Yeah, and but he gets started startled by Ilsa who's, like, hey, man, what are you doing? And then even in this song with like the both of them, it has like the um, dialogue between them that you can listen to where she's like, oh, you should come and join me, wink face. Yeah. And he's like, "Nah, uh, uh, no. maybe I shouldn't. And then like the song is like him talk, which um, a lot of the songs that do have Mortsey in it are very like rock and roll, like the ones that you tend to like, oh, okay. uh, the ones he's singing. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it cuts to, like, her, like, trying to convince him to come. And he goes, oh, I don't know. And then, like, as an excuse, he goes, oh, you know, I've got Latin, I've got to study, so sorry, can't come. (laughs) And then after he's like, no, I've got to study, she goes, all right then, and, like, walks off. And then, like, as she walked off, he goes, like, oh, what am I thinking? And goes, Ilsa, but she's gone. Mm. So... He shoots himself. <gasps> yeah. Oh
1: my god. Oh, this is too sad. Shit. <laughs> oh. And then we
0: go to his funeral, as you can see. Oh, actually, no, I didn't highlight this, but this should be highlighted.
1: The left behind.
0: Yes, yeah, so this is sung at his funeral, which is from Malchior to Morty's dad. So the dick who was like your mother will be so ashamed and oh, things like that.
1: Oh, my God. So you can on. I'm still to... digesting you. Just listen
0: fucking hell. That's really sad. Yeah, literally how you're reacting, I've, I was exactly the same. Like, like even, like, me just reading things, I'm like, no.
1: Oh. And especially because, like, she was, like, realizing you were sad, so he's like, come hang out. And he's like, nah.
0: Oh, yeah, and he goes, that and he's like, oh, maybe I should have. No. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Does it get lighter towards the end? Will I leave this being happy or am I going to be sad? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, did you cry?
0: I feel like I'm going to cry. No, literally, this song is very sad.
1: (laughs) I've got to save all these. I've got to do it all in full full because I want the full experience.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, because Left Behind is literally about him saying, like, what they've left behind of, like, what they could have done.
1: Yeah, right. With their
0: lives, but now they've left it behind it. Like I'm
1: doing like born to <laughs> Yeah,
0: literally. Yeah. No, so this is like one of the songs where like if I'm just like going for a walk or something and I've like listened to it, and I know like what like it's about of like when it's played and like when I listen to the actual words, the same with um The Dark I Know Well when I knew it was about like the abuse. Yeah. And I like listen to the words, I'm like, Holy shit. Damn it, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> totally
1: fucked things very fitting. Right
0: now, we're not even up to that yet.
1: (laughs) Oh, what? Oh, there's more that happens, yeah. So,
0: there's stuff that comes in between it. Um, so you go to the headmaster and the teacher that are like, "Um, Whoops, was that us? (laughs) Like, the new course of suicide, and then they have somehow found the essay and illustrations that Melky wrote for Mortzi and was like, No, he did this. So this is where they're confronting him and was like, so we found this, um, like what do you got to say about it? Mm-hmm. And then this is where he starts singing Totally Fucked, which from the start is a banger. Okay. So. I like it. Yeah, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: So he's like singing that mm-hmm. and then also so he gets expelled.
1: Oh, right. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because they're blaming him pretty much for Morty's suicide.
1: Yeah. Oh wow, that's heavy. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, as you can see, we have Ernst Robel, <laughs> which uh-huh. in the character list is listed as a sweet and naive classmate.
1: Okay. Oh yeah.
0: And then we also have Hanschen,
1: so really intelligent low? Yeah. and
0: cunning schoolboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Ernst is the shy one. Mm -hmm. So, and they're just like having a bit of a talk and then we hear the reprise of The Word of Your Body and it's a lot of um, sexual tension being between the two guys.
1: Oh, okay. Yep.
0: But like earlier on you can kind of see like when it's like the boys in the scene, it's kind of like him going like, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm going here. And there is like a bit of flirtation between these two characters.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared to comment in case you like they died.
0: <laughs> no, no, don't okay. worry, these ones live.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what are they doing on the stage at this point? Are they just sitting next to each other talking, or?
0: Well, they've got the microphones out. Yeah, well,
1: they're so they're, they're singing, <laughs> but I'm saying like, where is this scene taking place? Like, I they're sing? like
0: they're literally like right next to each yeah. other. Um. I wouldn't say it's taken in school, but it is just like those two guys. She's like on so it looks like they're on a stand oh, Okay. All right. Next scene, we've got Venla. Mm-hmm. She's um, at a doctor with her mum, mm-hmm. and the doctor's like, "Don't worry, girl. You're just anemic. It's fine." <laughs> um, mum. Okay. <laughs> mum, mum, Venla. Can I go and check, talk to you? Sorry, Frau Bergman. Is her name? Okay. Um, he's like whispering in her ear what um, Venla's real ailment is. And then Venla's mom is like yelling at her and goes, What the hell? You're gonna have a child. And Venla's like, "Um, But I'm not married. Like, how can I have a child? Oh,
1: fuck. Okay. Yeah.
0: And the mom's like, Tell me his name. And she goes, What?
1: God, she really is that dumb. People are really that dumb. Yeah.
0: Well, she literally has no idea. Yeah. The mum's telling her the stork. Yeah. But she's like, the stork visited his sister. Like, that's how she would address a baby being right. born. Shit. And then when she goes, tell me his name, Venla's like, that? <laughs> like, that's how it happened? Why didn't you tell
1: yeah. me? Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we have the song Whispering, which starts playing, and she also tells her mum that it's Melchior's baby.
1: Oh. Wrap my head around how she didn't know but I guess yeah I guess
0: how can you not know but also remember like they even they don't have any internet yeah yeah I know
1: I know how people don't know but I it just still boggles my mind that she didn't know
0: (laughs) it's so obvious (laughs) so at the same actually not at the same time at the end of that it crosses over to Melchior's parents fighting because he's been expelled Mm -hmm. from the school and then he's Dad's like, well, have you seen Have you seen the essay written?
1: Where does he get all his education from when he just read a lot of books or something?
0: Yeah, he oh, reads. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's not from his parents?
0: Okay. No. <laughs> no. But, like, his mum's a cool mum. So his dad was like, this is the essay he wrote. And then she's like, okay, but where's the lie? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and he goes, uh, but that's not all. Check out this letter he wrote to Venla after they banged and said he doesn't regret it. and then also in this illustration essay he wrote he already knew what he was doing oh and by the way venla's pregnant and the mum's like uh all right cool (laughs) it's like all right all right you've got a point yeah he he fucked up he's done what (laughs) so they send him away to reform school they're like hey going to reform school and they don't tell him about the pregnancy oh
1: okay wow
0: so Melky and Venla, they still talk through letters, which Ilsa delivers. How very kind! Mm. Um, so, at this reform school, obviously all guys, he's like, you know, classic Melky fashion, reading the letter out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same way he does his journal. Same way he yeah. reads. You know. And then a whole bunch of guys from the re- school, from the sorry, the reform school, are like, "Hey, guys, let's." take this letter and play a competition. So one of the guys starts reading out loud the letter while a bunch of guys said so they're on the stage and the stage goes down like a little bit so you can't really see them. Okay. But they're all jacking off and playing like a wanking game.
1: Oh, my God. To the letter. So
0: it's like who can – so while one's reading it out and they're saying who can come this first.
1: would be a really weird play to act in.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: okay who wins that <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoever comes first yeah. you know <laughs> like any race yes. so and that's you know what else is there to do in germany yeah, <laughs> like, so while he's reading the letter out loud that's where venlin mentions that she's pregnant and milky's like what <laughs>
1: like what the fuck? oh right so he hadn't read the letter first and then they started teasing him while the yeah.
0: He started reading it. These guys, like, got it off him and were like, oh, boys, oh, we got a game wow, to play. a way to find out. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, what the fuck? No, I've got to go find her. So he, like, runs off. So he's going to escape the reform school. Oh, that's nice. But then at the same time, we cross over to the other side of the stage. Okay. So you got Venla and Venla's mum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Venla's mum's taking her to a back alley abortionist. Oh, Jesus. But also, Venla has no idea what the heck's going on, and he's like, Mama? but wow, she's fucking
1: clueless, this chick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what well, to fair, if you don't know sex, how are you going to know yeah, sure. <laughs> So she, like, screams as she goes off. God. Um, and then we cut to, like, the girls reading Melchior's most recent letter. He's like, I'll be there soon. Tell her I'm on my way, and I'll meet her at the cemetery at midnight. And they're all like, uh. uh Okay, yeah. I guess he hasn't heard. And then Melchior, so he's at the cemetery, kind of having like a bit of a moment. He sees um, Morty's grave there. He gets a bit sad. Mm. Um, and then he goes, "Don't worry, me Venla will have a better word, um, world for our child." And he's like, "Look at all these gravestones. Oh, look at this one. This one's fresh." And it goes, "Here rests Venla Bergman." <gasps>
1: That's really sad. Oh, this poor
0: kid. The tombstone says she died of anemia. Oh, but obviously, yeah. it's from the back alley abortion. Fucking hell, this is a
1: really dark musical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then we've got Melchior is obviously extremely upset and he starts wanting to maybe commit suicide himself. Oh, fuck. So then we have the song Those You've Known starts playing, and that's sung by Morty and also Venla. So it's like their Big spirits, kind of thing. Who are like, oh my god, this is really
1: really sad.
0: Yeah, I know. And so they're like, hey, maybe don't like you got a lot to live for, kind of. Yeah, thing. but
1: does he? <laughs> oh, no, but no, he does. Everyone does. Everyone always does have a lot to of- live for. You know,
0: that's the so fun. <laughs> so he <Yeah>. lives.
1: <laughs> Fuck.
0: Yeah, so that's not how it ends yet. It's pretty much he's like, all right, I've decided I'll keep on living. And then it kind of like goes all dark. And then it has a song of Purple Summer Mm -hmm. starts playing and everyone in the cast starts wearing it. I don't think the adults sing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure there's some like reason behind it, but they're all wearing like modern day clothes. They're not wearing like their old school German clothes.
1: So maybe it's just like this is a problem that happens in every generation kind of thing. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Just because it was written in the 19th century doesn't mean that it's not a problem anymore.
0: From what I've seen, a lot of people agree probably didn't need to be a part of the play. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, the musical. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of like it could have just ended with that last part, but this is like, okay, we'll do a final ensemble number. Okay. We want to know, I don't even know if this is a fun fact, but in the German play, Mm. Um, so no singing or anything but um, when Melchior gets visited by Mortz, because he shot himself, his character actually comes up with like a half a head. Oh my god yeah <laughs> right Wow so nothing the play nothing in you're you like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think he's visited by Venla but <laughs> that's just something that stood out yeah. for me when I'm like oh my how scary. <laughs> Very graphic. Gosh. So what are your
1: thoughts? I really want to watch it. Yeah, right? I really want to watch it. I think I'll really get into it, and I think I would really like some of these songs. I don't know if I'm definitely going to feel, like, happy from it, but that's okay, too. People watch sad movies and scary movies. You don't have to always feel happy from a musical.
0: Well, I feel like... (laughs) After you listening to what happens, if you felt happy yeah. <laughs> at the end,
1: <laughs> it might be like, uh, "What's uh, wrong with you?"
0: <laughs> <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so the awards that it got. Oh yeah, I was, was going to ask that question. Oh, I've got a list of them. Uh, so for the Tonys, it won Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Original Score. It got Best Performance by a Featured Actor, Direction, Choreography, Orchestrations, and Best Lighting. Wow.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. And so to watch it, is there an actual recording, like a professional recording that's out there or is it bootleg? Nah,
0: it's all bootleg, yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely interested.
0: It was also popular on the West End as well, mm. your hometown, London. My hometown. Um, you've been there. In <laughs>
1: okay, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll take <tell Yeah>. it. <laughs> Um, that one Best Musical there as well, as well as Best Actor, um, Best Performance in a Supporting Role, and Best Sound Design. It got robbed of lighting. I think we all know it got yeah. robbed of lighting.
1: But I'm wondering whether they would ever do a film adaption or anything like that with it.
0: So there were talks about a film adaption, but it's like with a lot of things. Like Wicked was meant to be made like fucking, like three years ago. So, all right. According to the Wikipedia, in two thousand nine, um, I call him McG, but you know, maybe that is how you say it, MCG. Well, and especially in two thousand nine, he was a big deal, and he announced that there was going to be a film adaption, But that was two thousand nine, and nothing's really happened. Mm, right,
1: More people run out of money. I don't know. It might be picked up eventually. <laughs> I'm sure the piece of shit that was meant to be a film and hasn't hasn't yet.
0: Well, what I've seen like on Facebook, like with that Wicked movie, I think, I don't know, Fox or one of those big production companies actually like made a post saying coming like 2018, like it actually had like a specific oh. date as well. Yeah. Mm. So that is Spring Awakening. Awesome. You love it? You want to see it?
1: Yeah. I love it. I definitely love it. And maybe you could like all this podcast and you get like a, you come back to me in like two weeks and then I discuss what I think of watching
0: it. I was actually thinking that to be like, have like he what actually, after someone's seen it be like, Oh my God. But also like, while like you're saying, Oh man, I really want to watch. I'm like, Oh, does this ruined the experience? But I know when I watched it, even though I knew it was coming, I'm still like, no, cause you know, it's coming. You're like, don't do it more. Just don't.
1: Well, I think it's like reading a book and then watching the movie. Yeah. You know it's coming, but you're very interested to see it and see if it's the same as what you've put it in your head. So this is like that, but le- even less so because it's just going off your description in the. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? This is
0: me going, and then he's like, "What the fuck?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like,
0: that,
1: so that's a good thing because then I can like piece it together and be like, "Oh, that's what Cassie meant." Like, "Oh, that's the part that I was meant to be paying attention." to. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you very much for um, awakening me to spring awakening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is your spring awakening.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch it and I'll get back to you.
0: All right, cool. All right, thank you for joining, George. I really appreciate you being part of my first potty.
1: Oh, no problem. Thanks for including me. This was
0: a blast. All right, everyone, thank you heaps for listening to Drinks and a Show. If you have any show suggestions, you can DM me on the show's Twitter, which is at Drinks and a Show. I'll catch you all in the next episode. Bye. (laughs)
1: BANG BANG BANG